So this is normally the point when I try to do like a cold open deal. But uh, with stuff going on right now, can't really think of one that would be witty. The best thing to say is uh, I haven't been podcasting because I haven't really felt like podcasting. Uh, This was always something that I wanted to use as an outlet to be a form of therapy. And I guess you don't need much more reason for therapy than what's going on right now in my life. Um, Basically, man, my mom is sick. And sick in a way, I don't know, I'm trying to be cryptic. My mom has cancer. My mom had lung cancer a year ago. She was diagnosed with lung cancer. And she got um, surgery to remove the cancer from her lung. And for whatever was left, she did chemo. And she did them all. And she rang the bell. I got a video that my sister sent me of her ringing the bell in her Team Jesus shirt. If you've ever met my mom, you would know how much of her personality is in that Team Jesus shirt because she loved her some Jesus. License plates used to say Jesus. Actually, they used to say Jesus because the personalized plate for straight up Jesus and all other derivatives were taken already. By other people. So she spelled it G-E-Z-U-S on her license plate. She knew it said Jesus, and that's really all that mattered. <laughs> but um she had her team Jesus shirt on, completed the chemo, rang the bell. Uh six months later, uh she had a stroke. And when she was in the hospital from having the stroke, this is her third stroke. The first two were pretty I mean, hell, I don't know if there's any such thing as a miniature stroke. But if there is such a thing, that's what she had. The first two uh, B was many strokes. Um, Was still able to do everything. Could walk, talk, drive, eat, use all her facial nerves, you know, all that stuff. But this third one was what they called massive. Now, she could still... Hell, I don't know if she can really walk. No, I do know. Yeah, I do know. Uh, she can walk. Uh, it's very... It's difficult, but she can walk, talk. But this time, as they were trying to figure out if she actually had had a stroke, they ran tests on her, and they realized that the cancer returned, the lung cancer returned. And I know she's far from the first person who has this story, but as most tend to find out, when cancer comes back, that some bitch comes back uh, pretty aggressive. And this tale is no different. It came back aggressively, it spread, and some was on her brain. And that probably was the catalyst for the stroke. Uh, she's 73, her body is weak, and chemo, and pretty much the immunotherapies and all those different forms of 
cancer therapies would be too much for her body. So, plus her being Team Jesus and deep in her faith and in her beliefs, uh, she decided she doesn't want to do it. She don't want to do chemo. She's just going to let... Well, it, she, it really wasn't an option anyway. But, you know, talking to the doctor. And understandably so. Uh, but she decided she's not going to do... Even if it was offered, she's not going to do it. She's going to let a uh, quote from the doctor, and this is not the shit on the doctor at all, uh, nature take its course. It's basically the, the one of the biggest shocks of my life. And I, it's so much of a shock that we found all this out last Thursday. Not, not everything, but basically the fact that we're going to have to put her on hospice and nature was going to take its course and there wasn't any options and she didn't want to do the options of Thursday. And you got to understand, man, like it wasn't even two weeks before, dude. She could drive and do everything basically independently. She had some trouble going up the stairs to her apartment. But shit, she had lung cancer and was recovering from it. So we thought. So that was to be expected that it'd be hard to walk up some steps. Hell, it's hard for my big ass to walk up some steps sometimes. So, you know. But to go from one extreme to now she's in a bed that hospice supplied and on an oxygen tank 24-7 as we basically wait for her to die. I don't like to say, like, pass on or transition. And I know for other folks, that's what they like to say, and it helps them. I kind of need to be kind of as blunt with it as I can be because that's just how I handle it, you know? And she's going to die. And if you're listening to this and this is too intense, I apologize, but, you know, hell, I don't know no other way. I lost my father March 23rd of 2021. So if you look at your calendars, let's say today is what? I got to look at it with the 8th. I want, I'm just going to say the 8th, <laughs> the 8th of March. So we're 15 days out from that. And we get to March of 2022 and my mother's in hospice. A year, a year later. I guess for anyone that is listening to this that ever felt like you're under attack. Sometimes we get to a point where we kind of feel special. And what I mean by that is we feel like life happens in spite of us. And that used to be a big thing for me. I used to feel like life was punishing me. Like, for example, I would the, uh, the old me would have taken this and said, this is punishment for something. And you have to tell yourself sometimes, who the fuck do you think you are? Got to ask yourself that. Because I have to check myself sometimes. Like, 
my mother has cancer. How the hell is that punishment to me? And I say that because see, I used to feel like, oh man, life is going pretty good right now. So this is punishment for that being the case. And that's the stupidest shit to ever do to yourself. That is a form of hatred for yourself. Now, I'm not a psychiatrist. I, you know, haven't been told this by a psychiatrist. I'm just going off of my own feelings. And my mind, that is a form of self-hatred. And I've battled with self-hatred for a long, long time. And that is something I have worked on with an actual therapist and have worked on just to myself to stop looking at everything as a punishment and look at it as it's life. You can't control everything, no matter how hard you try and no matter, you know, what you want. (laughs) We don't always get what we want. And that is always going to be the case when it comes to controlling things and controlling other people and controlling the scenarios in which happen in life. My mother's 73. She's lived a good life. She's deep in her faith. Whether you believe in God or not, that's irrelevant. Because I can tell you that Peggy Carroll, my mother, believes in God. And you can talk all the sky fairy bullshit you want to talk if you're one of those people that want to pretend like God doesn't exist. That ain't her problem. That ain't my problem. That's your problem. Because she's deep in her faith. She's deep in what she believes. And she ain't sitting here feeling bad for herself. And she ain't sitting there talking about I was punished. She wasn't punished. She looks at it like I'm going to go see my God. And if you don't, regardless of what you believe, if you don't see the power in that, I don't know what to tell you. I ain't telling you to, I ain't preaching to you to believe in anything. I'm telling you what my mother believes. And I'm telling you how she's coping with her life. And this ain't just some pop-up faith that she got when she got sick. She's had this faith for a long, long time. And I respect the hell out of that. Because if I was in her position, I don't know if I could handle that. I don't know if I could lay in the bed and know that I'm near the end and handle it with dignity and not be screaming and hollering, asking for more time for something to heal me for something to fix me. It's a hell of an experience from the outside. So basically I'm saying life happens. It is not a punishment. It is not a screw you and your happiness, quite honestly, it's not always about you. And I am someone that has to tell myself that at times. And if you ever feel like that yourself, you need to tell yourself that sometimes. And that don't make you a bad person. That don't make you uh, stupid or an asshole. That makes you human because we 
all have faced that. We have all faced loss, no matter how large you may want to think it is or think it's not. We've all experienced, I don't give a damn if you lost a gerbil when you was in the fifth grade. It meant something to you, and it was a loss. And we all deal with loss our own ways, but I'm here to tell you, do not deal with loss as a personal slight against you, because it's not. Now, I can't tell every person that ever listens to this podcast that you're a good person. I don't know. Hell, you might be a serial killer, but I'm going to assume that you're a pretty solid person. Remember that shit. Because the older <clears throat> the older you get, the more stuff is going to get thrown your way. I like to call it Superman syndrome. It's like you live long enough, you feel like you've seen everything. And that's just kind of how it is. You will see everything. I've watched and we've watched buildings crumble with thousands in it or underneath it. We've seen wars. We've seen pandemics. We've seen shit, everything, man. We've seen beautiful things. We've seen crappy things. We've lost people that mean something to you. Whether it's family or if it's just a freaking actor on the TV, bro. We lost Michael Jackson, bro. Now, I know he's a very polarizing human being, but we lost Michael Jackson. Who the hell thought you was going to see a day with Michael Jackson fucking croaks? But that's life, bro. Like, every everything happens. Now, you can add your own tagline, or oh, it happens for a reason. Okay, sure, let's say that. It happens for, and I do believe it. I believe everything happens for a reason. And sometimes the reason is just as simple as it is what it is. I love my mother. And this is not an easy thing. To watch unfold, it's something that just kind of, honestly, it snuck up. But at the same time, to know that she's okay that's a hell of a thing i don't really know how to finish this off to be quite honest this was supposed to be like less than five minutes and i was going to talk about something else but i guess you get to hear in real time a kind of thought cocktail i guess (laughs) a self Soothe the self therapy, um, that I guess I'm giving myself right now, and hopefully, I didn't sound too scrambled. And maybe, like I say, on everything, you get a little bit from me. I'm just a guy, I'm not anyone, um, extraordinary. I'm not a PhD, I'm not a you know, whatever other thing, I'm just a guy that. In a couple of hours, got to go to my job that I ain't too particularly fond of. But I hope that if you are somebody that struggles with forms of self-hatred, and I know that's a pretty harsh way, but shit, sometimes you got to hear it harshly. We, 
may have confidence and we may have love for ourselves, but sometimes we got some hatred for ourselves. And it ain't in terms of I hate the person in the mirror. It's just those little taps on the shoulder that makes you feel inadequate or makes you feel like a victim and a target by whatever you believe in or don't believe in. Like just some force is attacking you. And it's going to feel like that a lot. Because for all the ups we have, we're going to have just as many downs, if not more. And they may last a long time, or they may last a couple of minutes. But when they're there, they screw with us. And if you're one of those people that have it, that have those situations, I just want you to know that you're not hated by any kind of force. These things happen. They're inevitable. You're going to lose because life is lost. But it's about staying strong within yourself and knowing that you aren't bad. You aren't someone that deserves hurt and pain. You're someone that's going to go through it because it's just the way of life. If you need help with the situation, get it. Don't feel like you're weak for needing it. Because that happens, man. I I went to work Friday and I talked to my sister while I was on break. And it didn't sound good with what was happening with my mom. And I I just kind of broke down a couple of times. And I ended up asking, you know, I I was talking to a good buddy at work and he was like, dude, you should go see her. Work will be here. You should go see her. And I don't, I wasn't thinking that. I didn't think that was an option. And I don't quite know why I didn't think it was an option. It just, you tell yourself, I got to be tough through this. I got to be, you know, you put this extra layer of pressure on an already harsh and pressure filled situation. And sometimes it takes someone just being there for you and telling you, look, you don't have to be here. You don't have to just suffer away from the situation. You don't have to. I have a tendency to carry stuff within. I can also carry my heart on my sleeve at times, but sometimes, especially on things like this, I just keep it bottled up inside and then eventually it comes out. And not in a violent way, but just in a very crushing and sad, you know, long grieving time, you know, and you don't have to live like that. It's, it's, I don't know if it's machismo or bravado or whatever. I don't, I I don't want to think it is, but you just have this part, at least I do, this part inside me that's like, I have to keep going. I have to keep a strong front every second. And you can't always do that because I'm telling you, bro, it's going to come out sooner or later. So you got to deal with what's in front of you because it will affect other things. And him telling me that, you know, I went to my supervisor and I talked to her and she saw the, the tears in my eyes and pain I was feeling. And before I could even get it all out, she told me, yes, go ahead, go see her, clock out. You know what I'm saying? Like, the world ain't always against you. 
And it's not that you think the worst of people. You just think. You just kind of think you're on your own in certain things. And you're not necessarily on your own. You're going to have to deal with things the way you're going to deal with things. But you got to give yourself some grace. And give yourself a break through hard times and, and give other people a break. And. I don't know. I feel like I'm rambling, but um, I don't know what the next days bring. I don't know how long I have my mom. I don't know much of anything when it comes to it. I just know that I don't have control over it, and I know the things that I do have control over or how I handle it and how I'm there for not just her, but for my sister and for my aunt and my uncle and and my children and my wife and, you know, the folks around me, my friends that know her. I, yeah, (laughs) I'm sorry if this is a downer. I try not to make it a downer, but I mean, shit, how do you make death not a downer? It's going to be a bit of a downer, hell. Um, I'm okay. For those that are listening to this, which pretty much everyone that's listening to this knows me in some way. If you happen to care, I'm okay. It's a strength. Uh, in a weird way to have dealt with this a year ago. You're not prepared. <laughs> but at least you kind of... You know that when it all does happen and go down, it's like you know there will be a tomorrow to live. It's not the end that they may not be here physically. I may not be able to call my father, you know, my mom on the phone. But I know they're there. I hell, I think about my dad every day. So that has not changed. And I think of my mother every day. And when her time comes, I'll still think about her every day. It's gonna be all right. If you listen to this and you're going through some stuff, it's gonna be all right. You just have to. Not just believe that, but know that. It's going to be all right, y'all. I love y'all. Even if you (laughs) might have found that weird. I love y'all. I might not know every single person that listens to this. I probably do, let's be honest. (laughs) So I love y'all. If you're going through it, we're going to be all right, y'all. Thank y'all for listening. I shall return. I will be back. I'm probably going to talk about that Batman movie. Because look, man. That Batman movie was so good. That when the credits started playing, I was in my seat. Like, you know how you see a cat in a strip club. that be in the sweatpants. <laughs> it just got that good old dance. Not saying I've done that. I really haven't. But I, I've seen it. I've seen it on movies. I've seen it. Where you just leaned back and just like, wow, that was an experience.
how it was with the Batman. That was a sexy-ass movie, y'all. But I'll talk to y'all about it soon. Y'all have a good one.